ball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. Or Mr. Kirch's All right, so I am joined here with Luke and Logan, and we have our college basketball show. You guys have been showing a lot of support that on that. Uh, I mean, just by listening in on Instagram, real good shit on there. Go hit that up. But since we had Christmas break, obviously kids were in. Co- I mean, college kids—they're on Christmas break, including us. And uh, since we have no games to recap for you, we're gonna have a draft for you guys, and we are drafting the most electric college basketball players of our time. By our time, it's pretty much probably like 2010 to like 2021. We're not counting guys. We're still in college basketball right now. But, uh, yeah, we're going to spin the wheel to see who gets the number one, two, and three pick. Are we starting three and then are starting one pick, obviously? Starting at three. Okay, so this is we're starting at three. This is the third pick. Dude, coin of the third Number pick. one pick. Oh, no, three. three. Yeah, yeah, three. three. Bet. What do I click? Done. Uh, high choice. No, high choice. And for the two, number two pick, it is Joe. Yeah, all right. This one of one that you've been talking about. So, my one of one. I know me and Logan were talking. One and Duns were like, should we pick them? Should we not? My first pick is a one and done. It's Zion. Colin Sexton. And here's why. <laughs> oh, my God. Down 15. Who are they? Minnesota. Yep, three guys. Down playing. 15 with six minutes left in the game when they, had, when, they first got, when they had three guys left. They cut it to three with a minute 15 left. He had 40 points, and you're like, oh, we probably just took every shot. 12 of 20 shooting that game from the field. Unbelievable, his career there. Uh, he averaged 19, um, shot four, almost fit, four, 45%. So, what I'm saying, like, obviously, that what stands out, the only reason I took him one of one is because of that game. And obviously, you watch him when he plays defense, young he gets ball. young bull. That's what I was going to say. I mean, young bull he's just the dog. That clip of him at slap floor, right? That just grips mm-hmm. both fists, absolutely just a mean mugging. Like I can say, his foaming, face is just foaming out of the mouth. I can say I've done it at practice. Like I'm sitting there at and practice. Like if you watch his highlights, he can body and he like he has the bounce. He can do that in college, especially. He's only there for a year and he played for Bama. He, I, you can almost say he kind of started this Bama. This is when Bama look, was like. Look at what Bama had. Look at Bama there. after he came. Who was their coach? He uh, was, uh, he was an there. eight or nine seed when he was there. I actually picked him to beat the one seed that year because of him. No, I know. So, <laughs> he won, I, I mean, literally, one. but if he didn't have that one game where he where he carried his team three versus five, oh, he, he wouldn't away, be yeah. the number one for me. But if a guy does that, how can you not fall in love with that? And I'm going Colin Sexton. Point guard. He's my point guard. The only reason why I would say that is a bad decision is because I feel like there's a lot better guards out there. There's not a single, but, per, there's not a single person. And in I'm the also college basketball. I could have done. But I'm also I'm also against the one and done because I like electric yeah. electric. Also, I went by like most memorable and like everybody's yeah. remember. And him. another reason was Colin Sexton. I think he he could start. He started that trend of Bama being good because obviously look at their guards now. Because right after the guards that got drafted, 
So, I mean, it's like... What, there was like one or two years between Sexton yeah. and then last year's team? So, and then COVID year, we didn't get to see. Now, I mean, Quinterly would transfer there. They pre-mailed it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going Sexton. He kind of just was an absolute dog. Oh, I 100% so. agree with that. Young bull. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he wasn't even on my list. But I Same. obviously thought about him. And I never was the big Colin Sexton guy because I don't know if how much high school basketball film you guys watch when he's in high school. But him versus Jalen Hands was like mm-hmm. the matchup. And I was always a Jalen Hands guy because he loves fruit snacks. I love fruit snacks. But obviously, Kyle Sexton gets to school and he just becomes this absolute monster, way better than Jalen Hands. And yeah, I mean, I love Kyle Sexton, just not the way I thought you were going to go there. <laughs> but uh, my pick now? Yeah. All right. So... I mean, you guys can veto this if you want. Like, I remember it, but it I mean it really was on the bridge of like you know not knowing. But I'm taking, I, in my opinion, the most electric college basketball player of all time. Greatest nickname to Cardiac Kemba. Oh, that's Kemba that's, Walker. That's valid. Yeah. I mean, everybody remembers Big East tournament. Every, a lot of people think in the that. Garden. A lot of in the garden. A lot of people think that that was during the, like the actual tournament. No, but. That step back. I mean, how many people try to recreate that and everything? He's first team All American, national champion, Final Four MVP, Kemble Walker. Like, no matter what he did in the NBA, he'll always be recognized as this just insane college basketball player. It's the greatest 13 game. What was it? 13 games, I think? 13, yeah, 13 games stretch of all time. Where they didn't lose all the way for like the last 13 games. And they, so they were, yeah, they had a bad year. And no, they, they started off good. Yeah, they started off really good. Middle. Bad middle. Wasn't very high seed, like really ranked at all. I think they had to almost win the tournament. No, no, they no, probably got in preseason. Remember, I, I watched that video. They yeah. weren't even ranked in the top sixty. Yeah. I think so. Then they win the tournament, get a three seed, and then run the table in the tournament. Obviously, we all know that story. Everyone loves Kemba. He can't. You gotta like Kemba. Like college basketball. And that call too. Cardiac Kemba. Yeah, yeah, like, I have no idea what cardiac. Like it's okay. So I was cardiac arrest. Yeah, thank you. Like, yeah, I thank you like, for bringing this up because, like, when I was going through my head, I'm like, all right, when I get Kemba Walker, he just takes a heart. And whether you like him or you love him, or I mean, you love him or you hate him, he takes a heart out of everybody watching. I hate him now because Celtics, and he sucks yeah. in Celtics, and so now I hate him because, like, yeah, I remember when I spelt it, I spelt cardiac with a K. <laughs> I don't know how you should spell it. That's how you should spell it. Is this all the C, though? No, yeah, I, I had two Ks instead of this. I had an anatomy class in college, and every time I saw cardiac, first thing in my head, Kevin Walker. Yeah. My pick now? Yeah, you have two now. All right, my first pick, I'm going Dougie McBuckets, Doug McDermott. Great pick. Great. I was really hoping he'd come Iowa back. guy. Did you guys both remember him on your list? He's on my Oh, yeah. Okay. Exactly. I thought, honestly, I thought he'd go. I didn't put him on until literally like. That's your big guy. You put today. him on five. That's why I said, no. He's not my five. But you wait for that. Because mm-hmm. here's why I liked it because yeah. he's six all time in scoring. He was putting up like, he put up 45 against Providence. You remember that? Yeah. And no, he was. The other reason why like I had to take him was because Luke knows this. Our dad is like. Our dad used to play basketball with his Greg. dad, who's the coach. Greg. And my grandma knew so he's the biggest yeah. Doug McDermott fan. He yeah. played, his dad would like, like, they grew up kind of together. So he uh-huh. was like, play basketball on like, my dad's driveway. And, like, my dad would talk about him all the time, like, show us videos about how he gets open and everything. And I was yeah, like, I, yeah, he said, yeah, he was the biggest thing my dad was talking about. He goes, look at how much work he does just to get open. Oh, he like, would show us, like, because he wasn't, like, video. he's not the quickest guy ice on everything. No, but like, you look at all his awards. Like, I got it right here. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say that. 2013, four. I just want to say the year, but AP Player of the Year, um, Naismith Award, Wooden Award, Rupp Trophy, whatever that is, uh, two time MVC Player of the Year. 
uh, Big East Player of the Year, All Big East, All Big East Tournament. He was just I'll add to that. His senior year, averaged twenty seven, shot forty five percent from three. He's only one of three players to ever have three thousand points and a thousand rebounds. He has the most double digit games of all time. And then you, like you said, six in points. Like he's the best walk on ever. <laughs> His dad literally told me he wasn't going to play. He went to uh, high school in Ames. Yeah, he needed they needed another scholarship for that point guard Gibbs. Remember him at all? Uh, he yeah, played with him. Gibbs. Yeah, I they, they didn't have enough scholarships, so they gave him the scholarship, and Doug McDermott walked on. <laughs> now he's the guy. Right away, like, okay, and it also helps. He was there for four yeah. years. You, I was going to say one more thing about him, but I totally you got another forgot. pick. You're up again. So. Oh, I totally forgot. Well, my second pick. It's Carson Edwards. I knew you were gonna pick him. Not this early, but no, I, here's here's why I picked him. Yeah. I think he is the best point guard like that I have on this list. Mainly because in the tournament, he averaged thirty four point thirty four point eight points in that tournament. Yeah. He averaged seven threes made a game. And then the last note I have is strap because he was he like, a strap. He, for three years he was just averaging twenty points, absolutely sniper. And they had like four snipers on that team and Carson Edwards was just I loved him. That's why my Instagram mm-hmm. name is G Boogie because his was C Boogie. Yep. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, I, no, I do. I, do. I had to take him. It was kind of like when you take Sexton. Like and I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't not take him. I, had I wasn't even. Him. Yeah, going back to my pick, I wasn't like the biggest Con Sexton fan in the world when I when he played. But then well, now that I look back on him, like I love him. That's yeah, it's like one of them. You look look back in his like career, and same as like some other guys that you said, like Kemba at the time. Obviously, had that one play, but then. Now that you see the run they had and look back on it, it's like, okay. Because obviously we were, we were all kind of younger, too, when yeah. we, like, that happened. But now it's like mm-hmm. everybody knows Kemba. Next pick. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I could go with, like, a really smart pick here. It would just be insanely smart pick to take. But, I mean, if we're going off electricity, Jimmer Fredette. Oh, he averaged 28.9 points this senior year. National Player of the Year, SB College Athlete of the Year, underrated award, and first-team All-American. At Jimmer, he'll forever be a legend. He's still a legend to his day just because we're like, oh, uh, teams need spots filled for COVID. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, Colin Jimmer. And he's just <laughs> a bucket getter. Unbelievable. I mean, everybody you know, you talk about college basketball, the two guys they have – Kemba and Jimmer, I mean, you can't really beat them. Those are two of the most, like, memorable, yeah. like, in, of our time. Oh, yeah. Jimmer Fredette yeah. was unbelievable. It was, like, but it was, he was at that time where it's, like, you just kind of, right. you, you didn't see but him I play, think that you know him from that plays point. plays to yeah. my point, though, where this is, like, right mm-hmm. when we first started, like, watching, mm-hmm. and you well, will never forget him. Like, another thing that could help you is, like, your point here. If whether you started watching him play, if you didn't, even, let's say you never even saw him play in real life, I can't remember. I glimpses of it, I do, but you're still gonna know exactly who he is. Like, well, like even, even if you don't remember, like like even seeing it live, like obviously I can't like remember like a Jimmy game being there live. But you see the highlights, you know what he's done. He's a legend. And it always makes it better when the guy comes from a small school like that. Uh-huh. When he comes from a small yeah. school, and he didn't—he didn't just do it the one year. He did it two or three years. Two years, in, two years in a row. Two years in a row, he just like popped up and went crazy. And I remember Luke back in our basketball court back there shooting from deep, and he yelled "Jimmer Range." Oh, and I, <laughs> it wasn't like Curry or anything. It was Jimmer yeah. Range, and he had a Fredette jersey too, and he'd always wear it. Yeah, that was my pick if I didn't take Edwards, but I had to have Carson on my team. I just had to have C Boogie. Yeah, so my number two. People might not act, like honestly. People that no, follow us, watch us, they listen to us. They might not know who this is. No, at my two guard, Marshall Henderson. 
Talk about electricity. You don't know who Marshall Henderson is. I'll go to Ole Miss. Marshall Henderson. Do not know who that is. You want to talk about electricity? Talking about him not too long ago. He okay. Obviously, he was maybe the best one. Oh, yeah. We. My bad. One sec. In middle school, we used to. I did not know he was the guy that did it. Oh, we like we would play like uh, pickup games at recess. Shout out Jackson all. We'd always do that. Put the hand up. Yeah. And, uh, we always like if and guys he, look up because obviously you can't see us what we're doing right now. Look up Marshall Anderson. He puts his hand up on his forehead, like sticks his tongue out. And then like, so and then every time like they're uh, opposing crowd, he'd go right to their like the student section just, and their yeah. big ass jerseys just start shaking it. And then obviously when they played, they beat Florida. At Florida, Gator chumps in their face. And just the way he looks. <laughs> and, like, yeah. if you look up, like, Marshall Henderson, something, like, all his teammates will talk about him. They're like, what you see on the court is exactly what you get off the court. The guy is a nut job. Like, he's crazy. And he transferred into Ole Miss, averaged 20 and, ni- 20 and the 19. Like, the guy <laughs> was just, he was actually psycho, I think. Oh, yeah. He got SEC Rookie of the Year, SEC Tournament MVP. They, some, they made a run in the tournament and won it his uh, one year, I think. And all AC, all SEC, and then all SEC tourney. I, the definition of electricity. If you, if well, you watch, and when we make a graphic too, that graphic of him with the you know, hand on his, that would be just amazing. No, because like I remember, like I was gonna promote this because I was thinking about him. I'm like, one, I'm not gonna take him because like I didn't really get to like I don't remember watching him. Like I barely remembered him until Luke brought it up like maybe like a week ago. But, like, I'm, like, and then I started watching clips of him. I'm, like, I remember this fucker. And, like, he's, like, being cocky. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, I never would have known who he was if it wasn't for Jackson all But literally, so, as I was thinking, he was the second person that came to my mind. And I thought, electric, like, electric. I have another guy. I probably won't even draft him. I'll talk. Say, oh, say the honorable after. mentions should be. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's, like, I have point guard, list. shooting guard right now. Okay, so now I'm two in a row, right? I'm up. I'm up. Oh, and it comes back to me. So, shit, my third one. He was, I had him on my, like, list of, like, 30. And then, like, I was, like, then, so I'm watching the highlights of every player. Just, like, see if they can move up, move down. Obviously, some moved out. This guy skyrocketed when you watch his highlights. Malik Monk. Yeah, I, I swear to yeah. God, he, I put him on my list. He, just like you, just catch bodies. He everything. might be the greatest no. college dunker I've ever yeah, seen. I swear, Bridges. He would. Yeah. That's fair. But like for so Monk, I'm Monk Monk being a little guard, like he's six four, I think six yeah, three six, maybe. Yeah. But he, little guard is go up and just catch like, bodies. And telling, obviously, every player we've said and we're gonna say, you guys should look up their highlights. But I'm saying, oh, watch okay. Malik Monk because people are probably like he kind of gets swept on the rug. Another one done guy, but it doesn't feel like a one done because he, he was. Of, yeah, he, him and Fox. I thought he was there. I wish you could get Fox. I wish you could get Fox too with him because those two together were just like that's one of the only body after body I actually like. And I but literally watch the shots he makes. Like North Carolina, talk about the shots. Yeah, like he jumped up. Forward on the three, like, and, like, like, he, like, like yeah, yeah. I was like, like, talk about circus shots, dunks, unbelievable dunks. Every time he's on a fast break, like, I you watch it, they had two plays, two highlight clips in a row of him, like, getting a steal. And then I was just go, Oh, here we go, do something for us. And then he does like between the legs or something. Like, you, you like, obviously, think Zion, unbelievable dunker. Malik Monk, I think, was better just because he wasn't like a it's powerful always, dunker, yeah. he was just. Float. It's always better to see yeah. like the guys. That he could like float, and he was. Right. A, we were talking about him before. He's a sniper too. Oh, exactly. in college, he was, he was more known for that maybe than he was yeah. a doctor. I did. He was on my list, but until I watched his highlight 
tape, he just skyrocketed. Like, okay, this is unbelievable. One of the best college highlight tapes I've seen. Uh, Luke said his name already, which should be a penalty. But feeding off that, I'm taking Zion. And there's, I have the most chalk picks ever. Like, I understand, like, I'm not going, like, out of my way picking these crazy guys. We'll get to that. But Zion Williamson is, like, by far the most hyped-up prospect we ever had in our lives. And he's put on an absolute show. I mean, them games where they play, like, North Carolina, I mean, anybody, them gyms were packed, screaming. Like, the whole that whole Duke team was crazy. Zion, just the ferocity he had, blowing through his shoe. I mean, I know that's not, like, the crazy highlight. But, uh, I mean, that fast break dunk where he just takes it, whole crowd knows what's going on. They're losing their minds. He just windmill 360, slams it, and... The entire Cameron Crazy just losing their mind. Um, I know one one and done guy, but I mean he averaged twenty two and nine with two blocks, and he won a wooden award. Zion is, I mean, he's just like a myth almost. He was like just how hyped he was, and his his field goal percentage. He would shoot the one game he came back against Syracuse, like after he was hurt, he came back in tournament. And he shot thirteen for thirteen with like thirty points. Yeah, I mean, and I know this wasn't like that long ago, but it was the first. Maybe not the first time, like, I don't want to say any other guys' names, but where it was, Duke was must-watch TV. Oh, it was yeah. If they were on oh, TV, everybody, it was like Sunday Night Football or something. I mean, just like a big primetime game. is like you had to watch Duke play, and everybody did. I mean, they just, it, I can't even. Yeah, I, I did not like that Duke team for the only sole reason that everybody was dick-riding them all year yeah. and going in there. Like, I just, like, it's just one of the, it just made me just, Fade them, be like, I don't even. I hope they lose, get upset because they're they, they could they're like they're like let's say they're this year they would be ranked number one with like three losses like that's just how they were that year. If they would lose a couple games and then obviously a couple other teams would lose, they would just go right to one just because they're Duke mm-hmm. and they had Zion, they had RJ, they had Cam Reddish. It was just, I just didn't like them because of the hype. Yeah, they ended with the number one overall seed after they won the ACC because North Carolina mm-hmm. was really good that year. That's yeah. thing though, like uh, he said, he doesn't like them because of the hype. But that was the thing though, like there's just them, so like, much hype. It's yeah. just, it's not like they sold it short. Either. I did have Michigan State beating them too. I was about <laughs> to say Luke had Michigan State beating them. I I I was saying like, I they, love Duke, so I had them winning it all. I was like they, everybody did, but I was like yeah, I don't know, fuck. They reminded they me, me my bracket's right. They reminded me of Zags this year, and when Zags were in the bracket, I had them going to my final four this year. But I was like. As I'm filling my bracket, I'm trying to find a game where they will lose. But you can't. And I couldn't for Gonzaga. And that year, I was like, Michigan State. They like, no, they had they should they had a chance to they lose. They lost two games. They lost like one, and then Virginia Tech. And no, UCF. UCF should have beat them. should have beat them because there was a they missed the layup right in. Missed the layup right in, and then V Tech. Freaking this guy, they had him. They should have beat him. And then what's his name? Fucking yeah, Michigan State did get him. That's what's my pick. I got two now. All right, so you guys are taking a different route than me, kind of here, but I'm going for the memorable people. Taking Aaron Kraft. Oh yeah. Oh, he's on my list. Yeah, I love Aaron Kraft. You know, literally, the description I have for him on like on my list right here is he never left college. And talk about a point guard, like true point yeah, guard. Yeah, I mean, Aaron. That was Kraft. that's like the only thing I was gonna say. He did not leave college, but he also like didn't. This point, like he's just they got upset a lot in the tournament, kind of like because they were the ones who that one year and they lost. I think early they lost like nine or something, but. Aaron Crab, like you guys are Iowa fans, you probably remember, mm-hmm. like, dude, he, and I've said, I say it every year, I'm like, dude, he never left fucking college, like, he's still, and now he plays for a team that's literally, 
in that tournament, the basketball tournament, and they're the Carmen's crew. It's the Ohio State's alumni team, so he's still fucking there. Mm-hmm. My next one. Oh, I fucking forgot I had two in a row here. Oh, here's my next one. I'm going Trey Burke. Yeah, he was. For one reason. He's, I don't always love Trey Burke. For one reason. He was my background for a while, like literally like last year. Yeah. The one reason. If I got a close game, I'm giving the ball to Trey Burke, and he's going to bang a half-court shot almost, but it was not half-court. It was like three-pointer versus Kansas. And I remember I was in Riley Fagan's basement right down the street when he hit that shot, and it was the greatest thing I have ever seen. I love Trey Burke. Yeah, I mean, that whole like Michigan squad, and when we get into our uh, honorable mentions, I'm sure we'll talk about more of them guys that are on the team, but Trey Burke, he was fucking awesome. I guess. <laughs> yeah, Dallas gets some hard Oh, yeah. Well, we awesome. can't Burke name names, like, but, yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys gonna that's who we're going to Well, I mean, Dick Dallas is going to say. I was doing sincere. Well, we'll get to it later. I I think think I, I, he's not even on my list. Neither of them are on my list. But uh, yeah, you got two picks then. Right Did I? No, I took Aaron Kraft. Oh yeah, and Trey Burke. Yeah, you're right. You have three point guards. Who's your other pick? You wait. <laughs> no, Edwards. you had. So he. So he, you have four picks now. Who's yeah. your other guy? I had Doug McDermott was my first. Doug McDermott. So yeah, you can, one one through three in college basketball can be three point guards. That's why I asked my <laughs> But are we saying like we saying we have to have like a center kind of though? Yeah, yeah, one big man. Like, oh, I got like power forward. Like, no, I got Doug, Doug McDermott's gonna have to play your power forward. Oh, I know. So I he got, I'm yeah. still waiting for my. He, he can be your son. No, no, you okay. no. You're gonna love the pick. Yeah. Love Aaron, crap. I'm putting in your team. So I okay. Is it Joe's pick? Yeah, Joe's got one here. All right, I could easily go chalk again. Oh my god, I got a hell of a pick, Max. Two picks, actually. Like, this guy was so good, but he wasn't really electric. Fuck. I mean... Alright, I'll wait on him. Buddy Heald was such a fucking getter. I loved him. He was unbelievable. I still love Buddy Heald. Like, and when he was in college, too, he had them big-ass teeth, you know, that overbite. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he would bone a three and then just, like, stick his teeth out at you, like, fucking showing off his bag. <laughs> and, like, he was so wet. Like, he averaged 25. That team was really fun. He good. made, four, oh, two, once, he made four threes a game, shot 46% from deep, and he had a final four game, but they lost Nova, and Nova ended up winning the whole thing. So it was like, they got 40 balled by Nova. That, that? But that... Like whole run and everything, Buddy Heald was fucking unguardable. Yeah, no, that's a great pick. Uh, he's on my list too. I, mean, I have a lot of guys on my list. He was one of like the. He was in my there. yeah. My uh, so my next two, my big guy. This is really weird because we were just talking about no one and dones, but I have a ton of them. But it's weird because this this one going to center, Scotty Barnes, just like yes, Trey Young. Mean, you not take, not yeah, Trey. Why did I say Trey Young? Trae oh, Young. We were th- I was we were thinking of no. I'm not taking it. We we're thinking. I'm not Buddy, taking it. We we're thinking of Buddy Hield. So I said Trey Young for some reason. But um, Scotty Barnes said just like Colin Sexton, defense. The guy is what six nine, six ten, six um, seven, six seven, guarding Still. point guards in college, full court, and same mentality, getting down in his stance off the bench. And like you don't see a lot of big guys in uh, college, and I'm just gonna put him as my five because he can play. He's a six seven. <laughs> he can play. He can play a five. He he's, got, he's a four guys. in the NBA. He would harass big guys. He plays four in the NBA, so obviously he can play five in college. He's six seven. That's a pretty big, good size. 
and he can guard one through five. And he was just one of the just like Collins Sexton, just an absolute dog. Like, even more. Gets after it. He's even more. So, yeah. And no, then, your team is going to be so tough defensively. Oh, I'm I mean, doing all... You just uh, have all these athletes. We, we said, we said, like, I was going back to this, no one and duns my whole entire team. I think other than Marshall Henderson has been one and duns. And this is another one. Sixth man right here, Cam Thomas. Oh, I wow. knew you were going to take yeah. him. I as, knew you were going to take him. As a sixth man, too. Because you need a bucket. I got good defense on my bench. And I, like this isn't just a good team. I'm going off electric. Electric Cam Thomas could get you a bucket whenever. And watching him play was so much fun. Like even in high school, EYBL, EYBL, leading scorer, thirty five. And even in high school, like, in best, the AU, best high school yeah. players out there. And he averaged like twenty five, twenty whatever it was in um, uh, college. Like he, he's one of those guys to just get a bucket whenever, however he wanted. No, the thing one I, of the best scores. If you if they don't like if people like listening to this don't know who he is. If you go look up LSU twenty. 2020, 2019, no, 2021. Yeah. If you go watch an LSU highlight game of a game, there will not be one clip where it's not either Trenton Wofford or Cam Thomas shooting the ball. Yeah. Like Cam, and Cam I brought Thomas it, I shoots to start all the time. Because if you're making a team in right. college, you don't want to start a guy like Cam Thomas. Yeah, exactly. No, that's why it's a great stick. <laughs> it's a great stick. But, uh, no, I remember going into that tournament, like looking at LSU, and like, what do we think about LSU? It's like, well... If Cam Thomas drops thirty, it's then scary. that's what I still yeah. but like because Luke, you had him beat Michigan, didn't you? Yeah, because I was yeah. like, at any time he could. If you keep it close, he just goes ballistic at the end of the game. You're you're gonna lose, and he took he didn't. He took but, the NBA too. He scored like forty something. Yeah, no, that that might just be kind of a personal pick there. But it's your but team, so. no pander picks here. So I'm going. I just picked all the people that I remember yep. the most. So. This next pick I have, cover of Sports Illustrated. He was one award uh, winner. Frank the Tank Kaminsky. I fucking I mean, hate that. That was what I was talking about over there. Frank, I didn't want to put him on my list when I had Frank Frank ended Duke's first season. He, Kentucky. Kentucky. Or Kentucky, my bad. Could shoot it from anywhere. Like I said, on the cover of Sports Illustrated, if your name is Frank, you're obviously going to be Frank Tank. Fit at Purdue College Basketball. He's a fucking animal. Like, I think three years that he was in Wisconsin. He's but one of like the greatest college players of all time. A lot of people say he's yeah. unbelievable. Like, not greatest, but he's, I like, hate him. He's up there. No, that was no, yeah, we talking mean, about. either love or hate. But I don't like. I am an Iowa fan, and I don't know how you can hate Frank Kaminsky just because he's just like a big, like, lovable mm-hmm. guy. My team, by the way, can shoot the fucking lights out, and I'm going to add to that later. But oh my god. I just love having Frank Kaminsky. Like, obviously, there's some dogs here like that can play the center who are way better than Frank Kaminsky, in my opinion, but I'm going to take Frank and be completely happy with it. I have the greatest center you could ask for. Cameron Crutwig. Oh, my Cameron God. Crutwig. That's who I was forgetting. You, I, you guys I both forget about him? No, yeah, I did. That pisses me off. If you that is him play against Illinois play. last year, I didn't have him. He, was, he was coming out on AO getting steals. <sighs> His, no, he caught the ball high post, suit, turn, boom, pass. He is I could, insane. I didn't think he when was make, unbelievable. When I was making my list, there's, there's no true set. There's one true center on here, and I added him just because we needed to put a center. I'm like, okay, if I need one, I'm going to take him. I'll say it at the end, but I didn't even. I couldn't find a center, and that would have been a great one. Might I have been, find one. He might have been so like pissed. one of the top ten people I put like in my like right when I was like just kind of like typing the ones off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first ten I put in there. 
after like Jimmer, Kemba, all them. Yeah. Do you want to know another big guy you could have took? Well, no. I'm the last pick, ain't I? No, I got oh, okay, six man left. Yes. Anyway, go. He goes. I go. <coughs> oh, you took your six man early. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. My next pick. Um, this is my six man then, right? Yep. Yeah. I gotta go with. Um, oh, I'm trying to decide between guys. I've been thinking about this like for like three days now. I gotta go, Shabazz. Yeah. I mean, I, I just remember that was my next pick because I, I was I was gonna move all my guys down and put him as my point guard. Because dude, I had to remember. I just remember Shabazz. Like honestly, for me, because I didn't get to watch Kemba like that much. Shabazz is like more of a. Arguably, you could say he's. I think he had a better career. He was two championships. He was there for. He years. won one as a seven as a seven seed. Did Jeremy Lamb win too? Also, no. All right, no. So Jeremy Lamb just had the one because he was with. Obviously, Kemba. Kemba was better. Has one year, but uh, Shabazz. One, so he won obviously with Kemba, and then he lost in like the first round, and then he won as a seventh seed. I think like <laughs> literally he's the next. He's year. like to me, he's more like a, yeah, he was my next. He's pick. more like like I was. I think he's higher for Kemba than me just because like I watched Shabazz like yeah, was just I watched Shabazz go crazy. No, I remember that year too because I mean everybody's talking about him, and then LeBron tweets out like, "Hey." Shabazz Xavier, he's that dude, whatever. And then the Heat end up picking him in the draft. LeBron leaves the same year, but still, like, uh, I mean, everybody, everybody loves Shabazz. How you not? I mean, those UConn guards, just legendary names in general. Like, it's just badass names, Kemba and Shabazz. But yeah, and Boop Night. But you didn't. No, I remember him. him. Yeah, I remember him. Then for my sixth man, I gotta do it. I mean, there's so many guys that I should probably have over him, but Fletcher McGee is the greatest three-point shooter I've seen in my life. Stephen Curry can't hold his jock trap. Fletcher McGee is a god. Wofford, right? Yeah, I yep. mean, he's a fucking dog, like it is in the name Fletcher McGee. Off the bench, I mean, if we need a quick three or something, which we're not going to, he's just <laughs> going to come in and get it, and he's going to make it rain, so I'll take yeah. Fletch. My last pick. So I, I'm going to kind of rearrange it. I'm going to put Malik Monk down to the four. Very small, but super athletic, so he makes up for his yeah. lack of size. 6'3", yeah, 6'4", right. four-man, big deal. And I'm going to put this as my three-guard. Could get a lot of hate on this one. Don't know about you guys. Grayson Allen. I love I, him. Dude, talk I love him. him. Love him. I He was on my list, but then I – obviously, he's another guy that moved up when I watched his highlight. You know how many bodies he kept, caught in that college? For, one of his, like, <laughs> first times anyone's ever seen him against Wisconsin – the year like Frank the Tank, like the finals, and he like got, got the baseline drive, goes up and bangs one. Like how many? Like oh and especially so this, that, like looking at his career, it's crazy because he he that year they won it all. He only averaged like four count on the bench, did whatever. Then twenty one, and then he dropped to fourteen and fifteen. But those so he dropped so much because remember he was like could have went to the draft, didn't came back, didn't have great years, but we're talking about electric and get fans going. How much he hate? Oh. I got. Like, adding on to that um, Marshall Henderson hate, everyone's going to hate him. You're going to hate Grayson Allen when he comes to town, too. Grayson Allen so, might have been more hated. And the thing with when – if you're hated, that's good because that yeah. means you're good. Yeah. And that means you are exciting. You're not going to be some boring guy and, like, and be hated. Like, that's not how yeah, like a fucking Morris twin, like, the biggest menaces ever. Like, nobody likes them and they're bad. Yeah. Like, Grayson Allen was good. And, like, yeah, he did a lot of, like, chibi shit. But I mean, but it's just, you're, like, like you said, your defense is going to be unbelievable. And but even though you're insanely small, well, I mean, be able to run the floor and yell on people. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, with Grayson Allen, it's just like 
when these guys, when the viewers vote, if they don't like Grace Town, they're gonna see that. They know, like I know some, oh, people, no, I know no. some people that will do it, but I don't care because it's my my team, my favorite players. I love Grace Town and his whole. The moment in the it was Final Four against Michigan State, he shooting from the corner. Like me and Logan talk about this moment all the time. Shoots from the corner, short, gets his own rebound, yams it. Absolutely, just as a freshman, as a I mean, and like. When he got in, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Who's this guy? And now, and then he was one of the most hated players like of all time, and I love that. He's like, if you like him so, and yeah. DJ Redick are like one yeah. or two. He also like trip people and shit, but yeah, good. Get oh, he's an going. absolute menace. <laughs> but do you have all of our rosters typed out? So I kind of zoned. Oh wait, no wait. Yeah, I or no, I have all mine, and I have all but I one have, of yours. Who's your sixth man? Uh, Fletcher. So who is the three then? Uh, Buddy Healed. That's what I'm missing. I missed one here. Okay, so Buddy Healed was there. Buddy. And then um, I'm missing Logan. I'm missing two. Who is your big man? Oh, Crutwig. Crutwig. And then your sixth man. Shabazz. Shabazz. Okay, I got them all. Do you want me to just list them? Yeah, you run them down. Okay. So we'll start with me. I had. In order, one through five, then six man. Colin Sexton, Marshall Henderson, Grayson Allen, Malik Monk, Scotty Barnes, six man Cam Thomas, Logan, Carson Edwards, Trey Burke, Aaron Kraft. I don't even know. I just did it in order. <laughs> Who knows where? Uh, Doug McDermott, Cameron Crutwig, Shabazz is six man. Um, Joe, Kemba, uh, Jimmer Fredette, Buddy Hield, Frank Kaminsky, Zion, alternate four, five, whatever. And then six, Fletcher McGee. Luke definitely took a completely different path than what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Because Luke's all guys, he just, like, loves. Like, nobody's like... Guys that get you going when you're playing, no, but, like, when you're yeah. watching them. So, listen to this. This is what I'm thinking. I would have everybody completely spread out across the three-point line, and I'm going to have Zion in the middle. Zion's going to come <laughs> for a high ball screen, screen and roll, lob. If that doesn't work, kick it out to Jimmer Fredette. Bucket, or you can kick it the other way to Buddy Healed. That's another three pointer. Or if those don't work, just keep swinging the ball. There's Frank Kaminsky, and he can beat yeah. you from anywhere. My offense is not looking great. I'll oh, admit that right here. And that <laughs> no, that no, offense, no. that offense too that I just said. I mean, Fletcher McGee's coming off the bench. So like the minute you think, all right, we're gonna stop getting rained on. Here comes Fletcher, and this is an insanely consistent shooting team too. I mean. Kemba might not be the best three-point shooter, but I'm pretty sure he's pretty solid in college. I mean, short three-point line. But, I mean, that doesn't really matter. Like, he's going to handle the ball very well, pass it, everything else. I'm very happy with my team. I love my team for one reason. I got Aaron Kraft to still take. Aaron Kraft, you put him as your point guard. I don't care who was on your team. Yeah. He's going to run your point guard. Have you seen his <laughs> He's running your point. But that's and just though, because he has Carson Edwards and, and Trey Burke. Trey Burke yeah. and Carson Edwards can shoot from anywhere. You're putting Aaron Kraft as I have Doug McDermott just running around the court. Forget about him. <laughs> They're gonna forget about him. Cameron Cutwig just doing his thing. Like he can post up, he can come up, get to catch the ball high post, back pass to Doug McDermott because Doug McDermott off ball is like better than Curry. And then once the tournament comes around, Shabazz, we have Shabazz come off the bench. It's game over. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Like, with how good Luke's team is at defense, uh, they're not going to be able to pick the pockets of your team. Like, Thanks it's just job. impossible. Aaron Kraft. I'm not going for steals. I just lock you up and make you make shots over me. Get your shorts. Um, with mine, obviously, first look, you don't see a lot of scoring. I think Colin Sexton was, like, 19 a game. Marshall Henderson was, like, 19. Grace Downs was, like, 14. I'm going senior year. Their last year, they were there. 
So obviously some freshman. Malik Monk was like 14. Scotty Barnes was like 10 off the bench, though. Uh, Cam Thomas was like 23. But um, <laughs> so Colin Sexton could score still, and he could play again. Your short team play the whole game. He's this guy that has unlimited energy. Marshall Henderson gonna get in your head because you're gonna when you're going into guarding Marshall Henderson, you're going in and be like, I have to shut him down, or I'm gonna get embarrassed in front of everybody because he will embarrass. He will make it a point where when he scores on me, I will embarrass the hell out of you, and you will you need curl up guy. in a ball. You need that guy. Yeah. And then Grayson Allen, he just does his thing. Get after it. Malik Monk, athletic freak. And Scotty Barnes, I mean, the defense is there. Offense, hopefully I can get out and run. And then when I need, if I can't get any offense generating, Grayson Allen, see ya, got on the bench, and Thomas comes in. Can't generate Thomas. some offense. Can't Thomas just chill on the bench waiting to come in and shoot the fucking The ball. foul trouble you might get, though, with Grayson Allen, Colin Sexton's kind of a hothead. Isn't Cam Thomas a hothead, too? He doesn't play defense for this shit. Oh, that's or, okay, but because <laughs> you watched LSU last year, they had no defense whatsoever. So now it's complete opposite now. But uh, no, but like when you go to watch my if, oh Marshall get tagged. <laughs> yeah, no. If you're a fan of my team and you're going to watch, you bet you're not going to be a fan of a team that's going to be flashy and putting up points and threes like Joey. You better if you're a fan of my team, you're going to get abs- you're going to be like wild crazy in the head because look who's on. Your defense just crack it. Yeah, like if you're if you love defense, that's what it's going to be. And obviously, our one offensive guy, other than Cam Thomas, Marshall Henderson, and he's a fucking psycho, absolute sniper. (laughs) Yeah. Honorable mentions. Yeah, all this can go. All right, we'll take turns. I'll I'll Uh, list like three. You start with one, one, and then we'll just keep going around. Oh, this one. This one. I didn't want to go. I had Trey Young pretty high, but just because if you watch his. He did everything. A lot of people hate him, but oh my god, could he shoot from anywhere? And he averaged like eight assists too. It's not oh. like he was just a ball hog. He shot really bad. He was. Field, he's so he fun to still, watch. He was he's so nuts. fun to watch in college. Um, I'll go Victor Oladipo. I mean, Mr. he's on mine. Mister three sixty. Like just, he yeah. brought Indiana like back into like a household name, I guess. For but I mean, Indiana obviously used to be powerhouse. <laughs> but anyway, they they. I mean, Victor Oladipo made him good again. He was unbelievable. He actually didn't make him good. There's another guy that did. But I can't find his name right now, and I forgot it. It's actually Cody Zeller, but that's not my guy. Cody Zeller. Cody I Zeller, yeah. Like, the one guy I feel like a lot of us kind of forgot about, I don't think, I, I sort of remember him playing just because of, like, his hair, but Kelly Olenek. Oh, I yeah. Kelly. No, no, I know. I, that's why I didn't draft him is because I knew people wouldn't hate him. He's, like, that one guy. I just, I don't remember. I just yeah. remember, like, dad, just, like, because, like, dad was always, like, the one talking to us about it. I just remember the. The fucking long hair, and he got drafted by the Celtics. So that's that's. Um, I'm I get. Should we just, I'll yeah, go again. Yeah. Um, only I'm only gonna say his name because it uh, keeps going with the uh, makeup of my team. Javon Carter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about one. West Virginia's trap. When West Virginia had that Javon Carter team, was so much fun to watch. Yeah. They get, talk about in your shorts defense, and you look at it. Um, uh, steals per game has juniors changed or even as. Freshman year, he averaged 2, 2, 2.5, and 3. He a game. That's pretty good in college. He's going to get a lot of the minutes. Oh, he was he was locked. Every year, every year they got in the tournament, I had him going at least to the eight. And then they always choked. But if they had... <laughs> they weren't actually that good. But if they had uh, NIL deals in his time, he would either have a huge deal with Mr. Clean or or Rogaine, like the hair thing. <laughs> like, he would have made so much money. <laughs> he was bald. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another guy got... 
shit, let me look here. I mean, you can't, we can't not say his name. Anthony Davis, he averaged 14, five blocks, well, 4.7, I'll give him that, 10 rebounds. He's All-American, national champion, uh, MVP, and won an award. I mean, like, obviously, electricity is, like, the first thing you think of when you think of Anthony Davis, but, I mean, he even went to the second making of the Dream Team right after this season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just didn't pick him because I didn't think like electric when I think about yeah, it, but agree. averaging five blocks on the year, that's the guy you think of, but it's like, yeah, I thought of him too. I just didn't put him on the list. Mm-hmm. This one's kind of like a duo. I'm surprised nobody picked these guys. Um, Devontae Graham and Frank Mason. That's yeah, the see, I saw Frank Mason, Frank Mason but was I even better than Devontae Graham. I hate yeah, that. Like everybody, everybody had Frank Mason like um, as the number one guy, but I just like Devontae Graham way more. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to pick Devontae. I hated that Kansas team until once Frank Mason left. Then I loved them. No, like, that, was, that year they went to the Final Four. That I was the year them. they were supposed. That because there's always that one team everyone mm-hmm. picks, and they were the team that year because they were so and good. I fucking hated them. They were nuts. They had yeah. both them. I think Dotson was there too at the time. Yeah. Um. This is a package deal, too. Uh, this uh, Tyler Dorsey and Dylan Brooks for Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Um, they, I had them going to the Final Four the year they went to the Final Four. I thought I thought I was an idiot when I picked it. No one believed it. But they were so good. Uh, that was just a package deal because those two, uh, Dylan Brooks more than Dorsey because he's a, just a bucket hitter, like three-point unbelievable. So, yeah, I'm going. That was the little package deal. Oh, Dorsey was a sniper. Peyton Pritchard as a freshman. Mm-hmm. This guy, I wanted on my team cool. so bad, but I already had Zion. And talk about a meatball of muscle, Caleb Swanigan. Oh, yeah. He averaged 18 no, 13. Right. Even in the tournament, they might have only won two games in the tournament, but he was an absolute monster. And I like remember watching one of my friends from like high school or whatever, Caleb Swanigan was just I, – I think of him as electric. Like he's just a big body, wasn't like tallest guy, but he just – I love Caleb. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to stick with a little duo here. Um, I'm going to some duos that, like, we all complete. This is actually a trio. Fun fact. Um, where is that? Ready? Michael Carter-Williams, CJ Fair, and Rakeem Christmas. Oh, I love that team so much. That's Syracuse. Syracuse squad. Yeah. What is Syracuse squad? And then just going up, just adding to Logan. Um, remember that one year Malachi Richards said when they had him? I was literally watching yeah. how they saw him. Malachi Richards, Tyler Ennis. Syracuse had I thought you said countless. his name first. That's why I didn't bring it up. No, but it countless. CJ uh, I remember CJ Fair. Oh my oh. god, that that team specifically. And then Rakeem Smith. That was the Syracuse team that had the shorts that everyone had the, with the squares. Oh, my brother had a pair. And I used to always steal from them. Everyone, everyone had, had those shorts all the time. The, that three right there. Michael Carter Williams in college was a fucking stud. Well, he won uh, rookie of the year for NBA. Then then he just completely so forgot how to play basketball. Um. Should we just start like listing them instead of like explaining? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just list. We'll just go one. Just keep going. Uh, Stefan Moody, another old Miss guy. I don't know if you know who that is. But, um, oh, I know him. Red Dreads. Yeah. My list was really long, and I didn't even see this guy's name. I probably would have drafted him as like an electric aspect. But Andrew Wiggins was so athletic. He's like good. he was even a good shooter in college. And yeah, he's fucking love Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, I got another duo here, Grant Williams and the Admiral Schofield. <laughs> Admiral Schofield. <laughs> Admiral, I Admiral Schofield. Admiral. From, like, not the corner, but a little bit higher. Automatic. If Admiral Schofield didn't have the name Admiral, though, nobody would care about him. <laughs> oh, no. Nobody would. Dude, um, just the way him and Grant Williams yeah. have, though, they didn't look like basketball players at all. They're football players. I'm on a bucket here. Malachi Flynn. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about him, just too. Just a bucket. Yep. 
Uh, Trey Man for last year. Oh, Trey Man. Trey Man. Oh, I need another. Oh, this one. Yogi Ferrell. Yogi! I When I thought of Depot, I was like, Yogi Ferrell? But I was like, I'm not putting him either. Yeah. What did he do? Ben in my No, his senior um, year. Nuts. Yeah. Marcus Smart was a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just about to say that one. Just about to say that one. Another one here. I mean, this guy's kind of a fucking loser, but Austin Rivers, that game winner on mm-hmm. USC, that was unbelievable. And he even had a great season that year. What a dumb guy, but he averaged 15, so. All right, here's one. Everybody loves him. Perry Ellis. Nobody <laughs> no <one> knew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, him and Luke May are the big. I think we should have a draft of college basketball players that we hate, too. Because no, we have to. Yeah, Perry Ellis, just like you looked at him and just hated him. Well, he's like so ugly. Oh my yeah. god! You had to see his face for eight years. Someone had to say it though. Yeah, and I, we, me and Bertrand. Yeah, like the rest of my list that I'm saying now are just like guys that got buckets that were really exciting. They yeah. just but like guitar guitar all day. Ron Baker, what, bro, yeah. Ron Baker, Clay Anthony Early, Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, so <laughs> I I had Ron Baker too, but I'm like this. I just didn't think he was going to play well, but. Mm-hmm. uh Catch Winston, talk about him. He's on my top. Yeah, he was my favorite play, one of my favorite yeah. players of all time. Like this was a funny story. One the year that COVID got canceled or canceled the tournament, me and Logan always do a bracket together. Oh, we compromise. It's thing really hard. We go, we're getting down to it, and at the when it came down to it, like Michigan State. Catches Winston. He's not losing his senior year, and we had him win it. Randomly, all. we both said it like kind of at the same time. We we're thinking like these guys lose senior year, and, yeah. then all of a and we had him win it at all. Because I was a Duke guy that year. Once again. <laughs> I said. Like one of our first episodes of the podcast, I think, I think it was the first episode when we were talking about uh, Michigan State versus who the fuck Kansas, and I'm like I really don't care about Michigan State because they don't have Cash Winston. Yeah, like he's like my one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, uh, I got uh, my favorite one of my favorite duos of all time: Shane Larkin, Durant Scott. I was gonna Shane say Larkin, Shane Larkin as my next guy. Uh, Scott jersey. Uh, I'm gonna count this as a duo here: Miles Powell, Seen Hall, Marcus Howard, Marquette. Pretty much Marcus the same Howard is the guy who can light it up from deep too. Oh he, my god, I love Marcus he's like Howard. the same as like Kemba. He's really short. Oh, he was really yeah. short. Yeah. Uh, Miles Powell is a great pick. I put them together. He was my top fifteen. I have one that. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. I guess if you want to go with duos, duos, Russ Smith and Payne Siva. Yeah. Then obviously Kevin Ware. Team, but rest in peace, kind of it. <laughs> I got a trio for Luke. Um, Phil Pressy, Denzel Valentine, and Scotty Scotty Wilbekin. Scotty Wilbekin, everybody loves him. I think that was Scottie another Wilbekin. name guy. It's another. It's another guy where it's like if his name wasn't Scotty yeah, Wilbekin, yeah, nobody would like. They were on the same team. But. Here's why I like. Here's why I picked Pressy. them. So Pressy. Luke picked Pressy um, on Missouri as a two seed to like win it all. They lost to Norfolk State. Norfolk. <laughs> Luke picked Denzel Valentine as a two seed. Lost to Middle Tennessee. Luke picked Scotty Wilbekin in Florida. They lost. To, they lost to UConn and Chavez. You yeah, they lost in the final four, though. No, they didn't. They lost in the lead eight. Okay, so they lost. Okay. So that's why I picked, that was my three right there. Yeah, that team was good, though. They had some other guy that was really good. Not, no, Poitras was can't Kentucky, but um, Wayne Selden. No, <laughs> only, only, only for the. Dude, only for the. I told you that one. <laughs> I stayed in for only the very for the end because I was going to say it. Only for his uncle. Only for his oh uncle. Oh, my God. Only for his that uncle. That is exactly how I was going to explain it, too. I was saying that for the very end so I could end off my list on. Luke, you remember Wayne Selden? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, other than that, really I mean, not, I guess uh, the only other name I'd bring up is Sam Decker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, who, uh, who is the uh, um, guy?
guy, the black guy they had, Hayes or something. The Nigel, Nigel Hayes. Hayes. Had, um, yeah. He's not mine, uh, too. Bronson Koenig or whatever. He's the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I hated that. Oh, I hated all of them except for Decker and Kaminsky. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more? No, I got I can fire a couple. Oh, I can get go. the rest if you let you have a shit time. I got a, I got a few. I got a few spots here. Payton, Steve, Russ Smith, Kevin Moore, Luke Hancock. You already said that one. I have Theo Pinson, Justin Jackson, and um, Joel Berry. Yeah, another those trio. three were there for what three, four years. I uh, hated all of them. I have Aaron White. <laughs> That's a troll. That's a troll. Utah. No, it's because like he kind of looks like Luke for a little bit, but then like obviously Collins got a little bigger. Um, I got Peyton Pritchard in here, but we kind of already talked about him. Harrison Twins and Willie Cauley Stein. Yeah, I knew that was going to get brought up, but uh, I didn't really like them. That the Iowa either. State boys, DeAndre Burton, Georgie, Jet, like you guys, obviously. Deontay Burton and I have on here just because he dunked. His dunk was so bad. His dunk in his pink shoes, though. Archie Diakono. Yeah. I have Obi Toppin on here, but like I hate Obi Toppin with a passion because he absolutely robbed Garza of a player of the year, which is fine. Here's one more. I think we like, you guys might as well stuck in the NBA. Two more. I have two more. These last two. John Morant. John yeah. Morant. Oh, my. I see. I was, was going to say he was going to be. Like, that's like one of one. No, I was going to no, He was going to be on my list. But they went. Two rounds, right? And he was one and done. Yeah. So like, but he had dropped it. the triple double. He the was first there round. for like three, three, three years, though. But he only was good for one year. I guess that makes sense why he wasn't. And then my last one I had. Who the hell did I think of it? I had Jared Soldier because I have him. Jared I, he was Jared Soldier. He was my at the end. The only Ohio yeah. State player I've ever liked in my life. Well, I guess until now I kind of like him, but it was D'Angelo Russell and. Those yeah, Jared Sollinger and fucking who did you just say? Aaron Kraft, yeah, not a big Those fan. two, like if you look at like the stats, they've like never they've been on the same team since yeah. like high school. Never I'll fire off a couple here. Uh Darren Fox I already mentioned, uh Jason Preston just from you know, Jordan Poole, that one shot. I was, that, that one shot. <laughs> I, was Jordan, I was a Jordan Poole fan that whole year. Absolutely. Right. He was. But, I was. But, like, if you say Jordan Poole, you have that one shot, you have nothing else. Yeah, like, no, nobody, exactly. yeah. Um, uh, John Wall, but we, that's, that's just, we don't really remember. All right, John so Wall. John Wall, if you're wondering why he's not on our list, try to think of a John Wall highlight that's not he, him dugging. No, like, was, I remember no, doing John Wall, but I don't remember yeah. watching um, RJ Hunter, one shot. Um, <laughs> one, <laughs> one shot. Uh, one shiny moment. I think that's it. Oh, and then I put Bryce Johnson because uh, he blocked absolutely everybody when he was in North Carolina. But he was there with. He doesn't spell Bryce right. He's B R I C E. So I think that's that count. is ridiculous. Yeah. So I just had him just as another. I added him and Jared Sollinger just in case I needed a center. The only reason. Uh, other than that, uh, that's all. Mo Wagner. <laughs> Mo Wagner. Oh, Ty. Cal Guy, Ty Jerome, Ty Iso Jerome. Iso Jerome. Do you remember watching Ty Jerome for Virginia when they won it all? Yeah. He ISOed and he was the slowest person like, ever. Kyle Guy. I, like it, it, I loved oh, I love Kyle Guy. So and I was considering picking him, but it's just. Yeah. Um, no, so the year that it was all that, I made like an all tournament team. Just my favorite. And I took, it was literally, um, Ty, it was Kyle Guy. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Kyle Guy. Moody from um, Texas Tech. What? No, he wasn't that. It wasn't that year. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was that year. Because the year Fletcher before, McGee, it was like Fletcher McGee, Kyle was Guy. On there? No. Oh, uh, what did you have? What's his name from Auburn? I literally said them all. Auburn on there? Anywho, whatever. Keep going. I'll try to think of them. I think we're done. But yeah, I'm out of picks. I have one left. It's Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell, Macy Oteague. I was going to say Jared Butler, but yeah. those three. I didn't really the electricity is hard when you're just a clamp, but yeah. They were not so. That's, I think that's all I have. Uh, yeah. That's all I got, too. Mm-hmm. So, if you're listening to this now, go vote. We should have a graphic up. We're going to debate on when to do that, but probably Saturday is the latest. 
But for today's games, we had these were like the only games we have to give you guys LSU versus Auburn. Auburn just 15 balled LSU. Obviously, the score was closer than what it seems, but LSU could not get a bucket. They finally like kind of figured it out. Neither teams could really shoot three ball at all. But I mean, I think the story is Auburn getting Flanagan back and then the game from Kessler having, what was it, 11 blocks? Yeah. Unbelievable yeah. performance. Uh, yeah. I mean, you guys didn't take it from there. Yeah, well, this game, it it was one of, like, it went the perfect way, how we described LSU and how we described Auburn all year. So if you guys are going to, if you guys want to talk shit about how we talk about Auburn, how we talk about LSU, we said LSU, they'll get down and they claw back because they get um, get stops, go on their run. And that's exactly what they did. They got it to four, I think. And then Auburn just outplayed them because when you have Kessler down low playing as good as he has been playing lately, you get um, Flanagan back, you get all your guys back. That's just... When Katie Thompson was playing with so much emotion too, that was fucking awesome. You can you can always yeah. count on that though. Yeah. Every time he does something, he just just starts jumping around. <laughs> start jumping with yeah, him. I mean this team, and then you have a top you have a top three pick and Jabari Smith. So you, it's hard to stop these guys, when, especially when your best point guard really does come off the bench. Wendell Green, it should be their starter, but he comes off the bench. Yeah, these guys are so good. But LSU, if you break it into quarters, eighteen to one, they lost the first quarter. Oh, they got smacked. And so take out the first quarter, we got a ball game. Like, it's a three-point game. Well, like, because they hit any of their three-pointers. Yeah, they were like 0 for 11 from three to start the game. You know, they were 0 for 11, like, from the 0 field. 0 for 16 from the field, 0 for 11 from three. Yeah, like, just like, especially with LSU as being a defending mm-hmm. three-point shooting team, if you're going to shoot six for 29 as, like, you kind of, like, shoot a lot, yeah. you're obviously, like, you're going to have off days. You're gonna, and the you're thing is, when you shoot that bad, you're going to give up more points because it's quick their misses – they're long, long rebounds. Go. It's just like I'm not. I don't want to take anything away from LSU though. This game, they lost by 15. But the game was a lot closer. Way closer. Four minutes left. It was like within eight. It got to six. six got to six point. within four. I'm like, holy shit, this is actually a game. And then I feel like the difference between losing by 12 and 15 is like a huge jump in my opinion. And they Auburn hit a three like really late, just to, you know get the crowd going. And I think the only like pop, like really good thing I like liked about this game was now that we have more. More backup on Auburn because they just beat undefeated LSU and it just feels so good and to have that. And like, look at their scoring like 16, 16, 15 from Jabari, Kessler, and Green. And then Flanagan, first game back. And they can score 10. They can defend just as good as any team in the country. Oh, Katie, Katie Johnson, he might not be a good defender, but he's going to give it everything he's got. And you got obviously. Well, they made them shoot threes. I mean, anything in the middle is getting set back and they made them shoot threes and they yeah. couldn't do it. So. And not even just um, Kessler down low blocking every shot that. You try to shoot. They still have Jabari Smith, who's no. He's getting super athletic. Out they were yeah. about. It's just that they just have such a good team. It like all around team, and I'm gonna keep saying it and saying it and saying it. It they're playing like the best team in the country right now, and I don't think that's a knock because you take their one loss is UConn, and Which it was is- triple or double overtime against it on neutral court, whatever, and um, they're against the spread matters when you're favored by every game. And they've covered, I think, every game but two. Mm-hmm. And I don't see how we can have them as the one of the eleventh ranked team because I always forget the rankings because all of ours are like high. But like they lose to UConn fully healthy when they're hit, like when they're going losing double overtime, and then you have like Kansas and all those teams. Once again, I always say this, but like they're losing to these unranked teams like nobody's heard of, and how are they all ranked above them? Especially after they beat LSU. Exactly. Yeah, because Bama lost 
in Kansas lost to two shitty teams and they just are yeah, ranked really high. They, they can somehow stay right in. We were kind of talking earlier in the year how Iona isn't that bad of a loss, but when you look at it, it's, it's fucking yeah, for, for Kansas, it's a bad yeah. loss. Like, yeah. If like a 15 or like a 16 seed loses to them, it's like, okay, but like your only loss is to UConn fully healthy. That's the only reason why UConn's not ranked. And outside of that St. Louis game, Auburn has absolutely murdered just about every team they played. Yeah, and like even you can say like the St. Louis game's close, but a lot of teams have had those close games mm-hmm. this year. You see Auburn, or you see Alabama beating every bad team by like 10 I, points. Like I, as a big rider of Auburn all this year, I was so excited to watch how they played against this, the best defense in the country, and they played unbelievable. So. To start, you could definitely, they were scoring to start, but you could definitely notice it was like, they looked like shaky. They were having like weird turnovers, and I'm like, yeah. like so, they looked sloppy. Well, then, I mean, they couldn't shoot from three to begin. Got to clean it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were talking about this earlier too, real quick. We like have subscriptions to Ken Palm, of course. I mean, we're doing our job here. And uh his defensive efficiency ratings, right? They had five LSU players all in the top one hundred. I mean, that's out of every basketball player in the country. I mean college basketball player in the country, them having five guys in the top one hundred. Like LSU's no fucking joke. Um obviously score was closer than what it looks like, but yeah, I I don't think I'd move any either of those teams up or down. To be honest. honestly, them losing might even just help me out with because I really like haven't seen LSU too much this year because I there's just those teams that I always think I'm like I think it's fluke, so I don't even care about you. But then like honestly tonight like they kind of show like you just get caught on the wrong night when you're not shooting good and mm-hmm. you can't really do much about like, it. What we were saying, this game should have been way easier for us to pick Auburn. They're at home one. And if you just look at Kempom's ratings for defense efficiency, LSU's one, and Auburn is six. Yeah, yeah. and they have a way better offense. Way so, better. Why the hell are we like? Why I are think we do planning to be back. I didn't know. Out. I didn't know this either. Yeah, and it's not. It's no joke to say LSU and Auburn are like okay. Yeah, they haven't played, but that's why they were so high. Tennessee's right up there. Baylor, Houston, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Arizona. All really good teams. Wow, are the best teams are right there at the top of the mm-hmm. efficiency. So, uh, the next game we had Providence. They beat Seton Hall at home. I don't think this is like a huge shock. Like obviously, Seton Hall going to Providence and winning there would be massive. But I mean, this Big East basketball, this fifteen versus twenty-one. I think if Seton Hall is at home, they probably end up winning. Maybe, but I mean, you look at a Providence stat sheet. They had five guys in double figures tonight. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they played really well. But this is Big East basketball for you. I think almost any two teams get paired up against each other. It's almost just who's home and away. Yeah, no, they, they, uh, they're looking really good. They're looking like the best team in the Big East. And we kind of said that. We said that. We were talking about that. It's Providence, Seton Hall, and Villanova, kind of, we thought. And then, obviously, there's a couple other teams in the mix. But like those Xavier were and, Yeah, but those were the three that were. Yeah. Like, we all – I had seen Hall – did you? I never put that in a top ten. No, um, no. For like, when pick who did you pick to win the conference? Oh, shit. someone, someone pick, didn't you pick Illinois still? I didn't. No, I, I think said, I probably picked Nova because I've never said, been. But then, then we all agreed, which like Providence is definitely that. Oh other yeah, team yeah, for sure. Outside of those, and they showed it tonight. Yeah, this was like the game where like. Obviously, I couldn't really watch it because Auburn was playing right above it. We yeah, had we're, we had both of you. So it was hard for me to watch it, and it kind of makes me mad because I still really haven't had that chance to watch Providence play that much. But, like, you come in and, like, I had Seton Hall ranked, what, I think it was, like, I think I have them top six in my... Seton Hall did shoot 
four of nineteen from three, which is twenty one percent. Yeah, that's another thing. We've seen that with a lot of teams that lose right now. Like and every time, road, it's like every time they've lost, they've had bad three points. But like if you come in and like I had Seton Hall ranked really high, I thought they were really good because what their only loss is to Ohio State right now, and you come out and beat them by fifteen, and they had it at twenty at one point. When we were watching, like and I was like, Jesus Christ, Providence is actually the real deal. So now mm-hmm. it's like eye opener for me, and now I realize and Providence could so easily be undefeated. They lost to Virginia. Uh huh. Like, like now 18. I realize I got a pers- no. Yeah, I was like right now knows about that, but I looked at that loss and I looked through the box score and everything. It's like they just got beat. Like yeah. I don't they know, scored forty points. Virginia yeah. defense. I know they have a good defense, but Virginia sucks. No, that's all they have. Like, and they have such good wins too. With Wisconsin was a huge one. Mm-hmm. That's what kind um, of showed us all. They lost to Virginia, obviously. They beat Texas Tech. Um, they were home. And then UConn and Seton Hall back-to-back now. And then Vermont, we talked about that last podcast. That was a good win. Yeah, then they don't really they don't really have anything for a while until Creighton and UConn. They play Creighton, UConn, Seton Hall, Butler, Xavier. So the last game we have was Tennessee is at Alabama right now. Tennessee doesn't have... Uh, Fulkerson or Chandler playing, but they're still up by six with six minutes left. Alabama's at home, and for some reason, <laughs> like we've been saying all year, life is like a box of chocolates. Or no, Alabama is like a, a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And right now, they're not performing that well, or one, as they should. One point game, three minutes left. Oh, is it? Tennessee's, right, up, I just, Tennessee's up one, three minutes left. Yeah, I just refreshed it. But still, I mean, Auburn at home needs to be beating these guys by at least 14 right now. Like, without Chandler and Fulgerson, this is, like, pathetic. Yeah, I know. It's like, they, when you watch them play, it, just, it doesn't seem like they get much going. It just seems, like, crowded. I don't know if that's, like, the right word. Some teams, you just, when you watch them, they just seem like they can't do anything. That's kind of what Bama's looking like right now. I don't know why. Maybe they just got to space the floor more. I'm not really sure. Teams may be figuring out how to guard that only three and layup thing. So, I said this after the Memphis game. Quad, Jelly, Javon, or whatever you call him, JQ. JQ. He's a really, like, good, like, playmaker and shit. But when he just tries to do too much and everything, he's so good at turning over the ball. Like, I mean, it's either... Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about Alabama, and you're like, oh, it's three-point shooting. If they hit, they win. I mean, another thing you can say, like, you never know what you're going to get, is if Javon's going to turn the ball over or not. I mean, he just makes – he might not have, like, the volume of turnovers, but, like, the turnovers he makes are like, come on, like, that is absolutely ridiculous. Like, you just need to be better than that. I just – I don't know what to think about Alabama. Honestly, right now, I don't even think they should be ranked the way they're playing. They, if they win this one – They'll yeah, stay. if they win this one, yeah, they I'm gonna count it. it. I'm gonna count it as a loss, though. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah, but you, they deserve to stay in the uh, top 25, losing or beating a good. If they beat Tennessee, Tennessee, you got to keep them in. I definitely believe that. Well, yeah, but they don't have their two best players, and I get it. Like Tennessee's a really good defensive team, but still, I mean, this. And once again, we noticed this game. Uh, once again, we noticed though Alabama shooting 16 percent from three, and if Alabama's not shooting good from three, they ain't winning shit. That's just how Alabama is. Then turnovers, yeah, nothing really. Fouls, nothing blocked. That's all I got really on that one. So, yeah, I mean, that wraps up all the games we have for you that that were just today. But we have a couple huge games coming up. West Virginia versus Texas. So, I'm going to take Texas here, and they're at home. They need to run the table at home with the top guys in the Big 12. And I think starting off with West Virginia is a great start. West Virginia, talk about their defense, whatever. But Texas... Not a big Texas guy at all. 
But I think at home, they absolutely need to get it rolling. I'll take Texas. Uh, I Yeah, Texas at home, I really want to take them. But I think... I think I do like Texas. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna go with Texas. Uh, West Virginia, they just need to find that third guy because right now they have Taz Sherman. He's a bucket, and so is Sean McNeil. But other than that, it's like hard to find. They just can't find that other scorer. And once they get the, until they get that, I mean, Texas is just can do. Everyone can score. We just gotta wait to see. Maybe over this little break they had. Uh, Chris Beard gets in the lab and figures out how to play these guys. So it's, I'm curious to see what lineup Texas brings out. Like, that's the biggest thing. Well, I mean, looking at Ken Palm right now, Texas has a way better defense than West Virginia. West Virginia's thing is defense. Am I wrong? Yeah, it, I think oh, once they lost, like, Quinter, or not Quinterly, um, Javon um, Carter, it just kind of like went down. Yeah. Well, they, they've still, they've still always been like that defense. Yeah. Because like, like last year. With he's a bride and like he's a defense minded coach. Colbert, they had Colbert. Well, they have West Virginia at thirty five right now, defensive efficiency, and then you have Texas at like eleven. Huggins so. is a defense minded coach, but I think Texas wins this one at home. I just think that they kind of need it, and I think they do come out and win. Uh, West Virginia got a good road win or, or home win against UConn already, so I just think uh, they go to Texas and lose. So they beat UConn? Yeah, they beat UConn. UConn didn't have no, yeah, two guys, but I'm actually I like I want to take Texas because like like we've always like talked about before the year like we were high on Texas because they're getting all these guys, but I don't even like maybe like the break, but the break really in like, college basketball that break's not that like big or long or anything to like really figure something out. I think they just got to play together, and I still don't think they have it yet. So I'm I'm gonna take West Virginia. I just think maybe the defense. They obviously might not have like that defense they've had before, but they've always been a defense-minded team. And I think that West Virginia might just expose them again, like beat them. No, that's what. Like I know, I've never said like all oh, this break is gonna help Texas. Like it need, it, like needs to. But I mean, I just am thinking Texas is obviously a way more talented team. Hopefully, at home matters. I don't know. Like obviously, this could be a really good game. So I mean, that's why we're talking about it. But. The next game we have Baylor at Iowa State. So I'm hammering Baylor. If I if Iowa State wins this game, we are in big trouble. And um, Baylor, I mean, that's another one of these Big Twelve teams that they like. This game they're not at home, but still, I mean, if they can start off a huge win against Iowa State, that's just massive. And Baylor, I mean, if just watching them play lately, they just seem completely unstoppable. So. Yeah, and Baylor, like, uh, their guards are so, like, solid and um, historically are pretty good, like, as since they've had, like, Scott Drew there, obviously. And they just don't turn the ball over, so I think, obviously, that's the biggest thing you play Iowa State. Because Iowa State, yeah, they have good defense, but that defense relies on turnovers because they don't get turnovers. I don't think they're that great of a defensive team. And, obviously, you turn a team over, you win. That's mm-hmm. no... No secret there. So I just think Baylor's just so uh, mature and ready, and they're going to come in this game. And I was talking to Jack about this, too. Iowa State, the day after New Year's, they're at home. Who knows what they're going to do? I mean, never know. And Baylor's coming on the road. They're going to already be in town on New Year's. They'll maybe watch the shit, the ball drop and all that stuff, and then they'll just be right to bed and get ready for the game. And who knows what Iowa State's going to do. If they go out, I doubt it. Especially a big opponent like Baylor coming in, but you never know. They're I mean, they're college kids, so <laughs> I never think that's factor, but it is. 
Um, I don't even like really have to explain myself here. I'm going Baylor. I think Iowa oh, State. Yeah, I like. Baylor. I think Iowa yeah, State's just going to get completely exposed and show that they're not a top ten team. Because like, yeah, they've beaten Xavier. Yeah, okay, Xavier's pretty decent. They've beaten Memphis. Okay, well, how good? I think they lost there? tonight. Memphis. There goes. If I could get a line though, that isn't like too scary. Like if they got Baylor like minus eight or nine or something like that, I'm I'm gonna make a responsible bet on Baylor. Like I. I got Memphis lost to Tulane. Hundred percent confident. Like I think Baylor's. Four, I think Baylor's. Just Tulane is four and six, and they beat Memphis. No, exactly. Next, so I don't and, count that as a win. Oh, Iowa State's still undefeated, right? Yeah, I mean they're, they're not ready to play a team like. Baylor. Well, and wasn't their last game Jackson State, and they did Chicago State. Oh, what was they the played Jackson State uh, December twelfth, and they beat them by ten. What was the game that they did not look that good in? Wait, what did you Jackson say? State. They, yeah. Oh, Jackson State. They what did I scored say, 47 you points. Just, you, you thought they just played Jackson State, I think. That's what I thought you said, but maybe you just were saying it. No, that's like... Yeah, no, that's the game. I just thought you said game, they yeah. just played... They, they played two games. They played two games after that. But they couched team right. and they smoked them both, but... We'll keep going, though. Villanova versus Seen Hall. So I'm probably going to ride this Big East teams at home like all year. I only have one actual loss for Seen Hall this year. And uh, it was the game that they actually won. So I'm going to take Seen Hall over Villanova at home. Yeah, and I stress off a big loss. And who knows what we're getting from Villanova. <laughs> we just don't know what they're, they're going to bring. I like Seen Hall as well at home. That's the biggest thing. Just at home, you ride the home teams in the... Big East is kind of what all we've all been doing, so I like that. You know, I've been hating on Villanova recently, but I'm going Villanova. I think Seton Hall, like, they just lost in the Big East. I think they're just going to come back and lose again. I'm picking Villanova. I don't know why, but, like, I feel like Villanova is just that team where it doesn't matter. I don't want to fall into that trap just like Clemson for football and just keep, like, betting on them and, like, they're Villanova. Oh, they're Clemson. They'll figure it out. They just never do. I just don't want to fall into that trap again. I did it for football. I, I, like just, I just really think that Villanova, like, as much as I'm, like, hating on them right now, I think Villanova, they're always going to be, like, because, like, we can always say, like, Providence is better, Seton Hall is better, Xavier's better, but if Villanova goes to the game, you're going to stop and think, like, holy shit, like, Villanova's still Villanova. Like, they still have those three guys. Yeah, and I agree. So, no, I, and, like, at, like Villanova's struggling right now, and, like, they had a break, too. Like, if that break does anything for college teams, it's going to help them because they don't have the depth. Yeah, so, so I think, need the break. And I think after Seton Hall coming off a loss, finally, like, Seton Hall finally has that stride, and then they got that taken away from him, and now they got to go play Villanova. I think yeah. Villanova's going to beat them. Oh, it's like the bounce back with Seton Hall. You can go look at it both so, ways. Like, yeah, Villanova could easily win this game, like, big two. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, like, I think Seton Hall, mm-hmm. in general, you just want to talk about depth. I think they're way deeper. I mean, I <laughs> for these teams, I always write down, like, Bench players to get like key minutes to actually perform. I got three of them for Seton Hall. I got absolutely nothing for Villanova. So they don't have a bench. And Villanova, yeah. for example, on the road, they went to UCLA and lost. They went neutral against Purdue, lost, whatever. Two Baylor got smoked. Two Creighton got smoked. They haven't played well on the road at all. You uh, claim Seton Hall just winning by three over Cal, though. <laughs> oh, I know Cal's not good. Yeah. Cal. So, but I mean, yeah, Steve Hall's at home, so it don't matter. But exactly. the next game we have was Wisconsin versus Purdue. So I'm sticking with Purdue. Same thing as the Big East. I love Big Ten teams at home, and I hate Wisconsin's entire team outside of Johnny Davis. So I think there's a layup for me. I think Purdue should be able to win big. Yeah, I like Purdue. Uh, same reason you said. If 
I absolutely do not like uh, Wisconsin at all. I don't think they're that good. I bet on them tonight against Illinois State, and they won by like four or five, whatever. Big deal. Anywho, um, yeah, I like Purdue. They're playing well. They I they didn't really win that big tonight, but they're just a better team than Wisconsin at home. I don't think there's really much question they're, they'll win. Say Purdue's home? Yeah. That just makes it like even more of a lock. Like It's Big Ten, Purdue's home. And I don't think Wisconsin has anything that Purdue has, like in any aspect. Johnny Davis is a bucket. But who's better, Johnny Davis or Ivy? Uh, you obviously for college sake this year, you can make a case for Johnny Davis. But I, you could, but I'm I still think Ivy's better. I mean, Bigs are better. The whole team is better. There's no reason why you don't take Purdue to win this. Yeah. The next team we have Kentucky versus LSU. So it's at LSU. I want to take Kentucky and just ride them until their wheels fall off. But I think when Ty Ty goes up against LSU, it's going to be very ugly. And then Sheeway is obviously going to have some pretty like athletic competition down low. I mean, and then if Grady is going to be getting deed up like that, I I have to take LSU. Like I love Kentucky, but I have to take LSU here. I like LSU. Uh for the reason they're home in Kentucky, Kentucky's obviously good. I still, I know I had them really high, and then I dropped them so far after that loss, but they deserved it for pl- playing my feelings like that. So uh, I'm going to go LSU at home, coming off this a pretty big loss to Auburn. Not a big loss to Auburn. They could have won this game, just a loss. And Kentucky really hasn't played anybody outside of the two games they, they lost, it seemed like. So I like um, LSU. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky's a team that, like, we all de- – I feel like we kind of, like, we want to like them because, like, with Grady, the shooter, one of the best bigs in college basketball, the Sheba, and, like – Wheeling Dealer. <laughs> you got him. And then, like, we all want Ty Ty to, like, actually do something. But then, like, I just don't see Kentucky being a defense like LSU, especially when they've had offensive struggles. Like like you said, Ty Ty, he's definitely not going to be there. I wouldn't be surprised if Ty Ty gets benched because he – doesn't show up well, against, I mean, that's he doesn't no, show up against the average team. Wheeler, like, Wheeler in their last game, where, what game was it, UNC when they won by 30? Wheeler just took over for Ty Ty and absolutely just lit that's it what, up. That's what they're going like, to need if, if Ty Ty that's saying, up, like, how likely is that? I mean, uh, this, honestly, I think this game might come down to just shooting. I just, for some reason, I feel like it's going to be like, shoots better. it's going to be great. Thing, though, though, like, Kentucky would be way better shooting, obviously. Or, I mean, in my opinion, but uh, when you go to the LCU's defense, defense, then it's like... that That's the one thing I think they should really Well, if Tishiwe can't get, like, 15 offensive rebounds, then that's massive, like, the amount of points they're losing Especially with on. LSU's athleticism, too. No, yeah. Trying to get rebounds. I mean, Days and uh, Easton down low, like, either or. Like, obviously, they both play starting minutes. Easton comes off the bench, but... I mean, I think that's just an insane, uh, like, handful for Sheway to mm-hmm. mess so, with or whatever. Yeah, no. I totally agree. They're going to throw a lot of athleticism at Kentucky, and we'll see how they can handle it. Uh, the next day we have Oklahoma versus Baylor. Now, I just love Oklahoma. This is why I brought it up. But Baylor's at home, and they should beat the living breaks out of Oklahoma. But I... I'd just love to see Ginger Nation just fire up and get a huge upset here. But didn't you say, though, when we were talking about conference championship games, I think Coyne said Baylor's going to win one of these games and it might be Oklahoma, but I think it would be at Oklahoma. No, that's not at Baylor. I was about to say that. So that's why I'm like, all right, I'll I'll just stick with Baylor. I like Baylor at home. I can't see them losing until for a while here because they don't have a tough road, uh, even a tough home game really. 
for a while. So I think they need this one big, and if they can win this one, they'll be undefeated for quite a while for until they play. I mean, they're best, I think their next best. They got Texas Tech at home, though, and then you got what, a couple other games, West Virginia on the road and Oklahoma on the road, which you said they'll lose, so I like uh, Baylor. I, it's easy pick, Baylor. The only reason why I think when they play Baylor, they play, they play, it's at Baylor this game, right? Yeah, it's at Baylor, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think when they play at Oklahoma, I guarantee it right now they lose that. <laughs> I won't talk too much. Because, all right, <laughs> we, out we, got, we got Tennessee on Alabama here. I have a minus three. They're uh, down by you three. Plus three. They're down by three right now with Alabama at the line. Luke has them. Bama, Bama minus, minus four. four. So he really needs a free throw. I really don't. But uh, there's 14 seconds left. We'll get back to that after one more game. Well, I guess we got two more games, but uh, next game, Crane versus Villanova. Villanova's at home. Um, I mean, a lot of this pick is just going to come off of how we see Villanova play uh, versus Seen Hall, but uh, I'm never going to bet against Villanova at home, <laughs> and I'm going to take Villanova. Yeah, especially how embarrassed they got going to Creighton. Like they, if Creighton's coming literally a couple weeks later right back into their place, I'm, I love uh, Villanova. Yeah, there's not much to say. It's Villanova because Creighton's Creighton's down this year. Really, they're like team that might upset teams, but it's Villanova easily. I think. Then our last game: Texas Tech versus Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State's at home. I would like imagine Iowa State would have. I mean, get a dub here, but I'm going to take Texas Tech. <laughs> just their length, I guess, is what I'm going off of, and I'm going to take Texas Tech. Uh, I just, I just don't believe at all in Iowa State. I should more, but um, losing to Texas Tech would just completely prove me right, and that's what I'm going to ride with. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like that I don't want Iowa State to be this good or what it is that I don't like them, but I they have such a tough January. You go Baylor, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, Texas Tech. There's no way they come out of that over 500. I can't see it happening, so I love uh, Texas Tech. No! Let's go! <laughs> All right, they just shot a three at the end of the game. They missed it. Uh, Tennessee did, but Vascovi fouled out. Chandler was out and um, Fulkerson. So, I mean, that's a win for Tennessee in my book. But, obviously, Vegas isn't going to give my I money mean, back to me. <laughs> I am as hot as a pistol right now. I went 3-0 and a couple days ago, and then I went 6-1 and tonight. I am hot as a pistol. Oh, it's three and two tonight. Shout out, Jay Mack. How's the pistol? What even game were we talking about? Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State. I was still watching that game. Uh, Hello, Magic's back. I'm taking Iowa State. Jack will like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) he really has the bone to pick with our entire podcast. But I just got to look at Texas Tech quick. I have some notes about them. Hopefully, something that will make me convince me that I want Texas Tech to win this game. Uh, I I mean, they're just so damn tall. (laughs) <laughs> uh, their losses, I mean, they lost to Gonzaga by 14. Well, I mean, because they're going to do that at Gonzaga. And then they lost to Providence by four at Providence. Is- so, I mean, so those are two really good losses. I mean, they beat Tennessee by five in overtime at a neutral site. Yeah. I mean, if but- Iowa State like plays Baylor really tough and Texas Tech has a game before that, do they not? They should. Um, that, that Baylor Texas Tech game. Well, I just, Iowa State Texas Tech game is out for a little bit. Yeah, no, I. They no, they that's their next game is Iowa oh, State. Yeah. So I think the, if Iowa State hangs with Baylor, whole game plays good, not just hangs with them, they play good. There's a difference. 
And then I might switch. You know, I might be on a different line. I got to see the line, obviously, betting-wise. But, like, as of right now, I'm going Texas Tech just to – obviously, we just do to win because we don't have the lines yet. So I'm going Texas Tech as of right now. But, yeah, but like everything can change. Yeah. It depends on how Iowa State looks against Baylor. Because how you say it, like, Iowa State against Baylor. But I think we all know here. Sorry, Jack, but Baylor's going to absolutely <laughs> just They're going to absolutely destroy them twice this year. There's no shot. Iowa State has any chance to be in Baylor. Baylor has shown they're the number one team. After they absolutely smacked Villanova, who has a better three than Iowa State does with all those three, and they held in what, 37, 40, maybe 40? There's no there's well, no, no chance Iowa State beats What them. you love about Baylor, too, is you can't even get fluky wins against them because they're so deep. They're so good. Yeah. They're just ready every I game. They get a fluky win because old Baylor got in foul trouble. Well, that sucks because they got plenty of firepower left over. Some so, of the guys on their bench might be better than half their starters. I mean, so like, you might win a battle during the game, but you're not one of the war. And Baylor, they just they got a lot. Of, they got a lot of weapons. But, but uh, yeah, I mean that wraps up everything. I think unless you guys got a, um, you might have something. I don't I think I, I don't got anything. But yeah. Uh, Go vote on our Instagram page on Saturday. Don't forget to do that. And uh, thanks for listening. All is ticked. There you are. You're for your life. You're a shooting star. For those years, no one knows. Just how hard you work. But now it shows That one shining moment You reach deep inside In one shining moment You knew you were alive Feel the beat of your heart Feel the wind in your face It's more than a contest It's more in a race